0: The following
1: is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How
2: about this, Cowboys? Yes! Go Cowboys! This, this is, is Cowboys, Cowboys, Cowboys Storyline
3: with Nick Eatman. What is up? It is time for Cowboys Storyline. I am Nick Eatman, and we are here on Thursday, November 16th. Getting you ready for this weekend's game. Cowboys are six and three, trying to get to seven and three, trying to get to ten and three, 11 and three, all that. But you gotta take one little step. Can't just pole vault into the uh, into where you want to be right now. And, and and first things first, Cowboys got to take on the Carolina Panthers. Should be a lot of fun. Some of the storylines from an injury standpoint. Cowboys have put um, they designated their tight end uh, uh, Peyton Hendershot. Uh, for uh, uh, he can return now. He's uh, designated to return. Twenty-one day window is open for him. He could play this week uh, if he's if he's ready. Uh, if not, though, he has a few weeks. So at least he can get out there and practice and see kind of where he is. They've been running three tight ends with Sean McEwen as the third tight end. Uh, we'll see if Hendershot and get his way uh onto the roster and, and we'll see what that does for the you know, you gotta activate him as well. You gotta put him off of IR and and, and take a roster spot. So uh could be McEwen. Uh, we'll see what they do if that's the route that they go. All right, 888-855-2297. That is the phone number. We want to hear from you guys. We already got a couple of callers on the line. So we're gonna just get right to it. Let's go, uh, let's go to Irene in Virginia. Two days in a row. Irene, what's up?
4: Hey, good morning, Nick. Yes, I'm trying to. I'm trying to be a part of this community more here. You're in, and, and also you don't have any uh, too many females who actually call in. I know you have the listeners, though.
3: Yeah. So, my mom. Um, my mom but, will call in. My, my mom. Good. My mom called, and then I, we've had a couple of other calls, but yeah, definitely not two days in a row. So that's pretty awesome. That's second it. second there time caller. Go.
4: There you go. Um, so hey, but quick shout out to the community. Uh, Prayers for Dylan on the Disney trip. I, I connected <laughs> with him on Twitter and already assured him of that. But uh, <laughs> and then shout out to Va- uh, Rob in Vegas. I remember his battles with broadest on um, Talking Cowboys, so it's good to have hear his voice again. Yep. Um, and, and then Eric in, in North Carolina. I think he's a chef, if I recall. So if you ever want your mouth to water, ask him what's for lunch. Okay. Um, a few questions today. Uh, one is Estadio Azteca. When or when do you think the Cowboys are going to play there? Because I feel like home or away, that would be a Cowboys home game, unless maybe we play the Texans. That might be a toss-up, but uh, that seems like a good opportunity for us
3: Where's to be international
4: it? without traveling. It's uh, Mexico.
3: That Mexico is that Mexico City.
4: Mexico City. Yep.
3: You know, don't rule out the Steelers. For a team that, that has a lot of fan base there, Steelers. Um, you say Houston because it's probably g- geographically, but the Cowboys, Steelers, 49ers, and I believe the um, Raiders have, re- I think they
5: do have Raiders fans, really, yeah. really
3: strong showing there. I, I know when we went to Mexico City, I think it was 2001. And we played the Raiders. Uh, I, don't, I can't remember what the what the stadium looked like as far as fans and stuff like that. But yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 wondering when the if it's been nine seasons since the Cowboys played a, a game internationally. So seems about right to to do something here. Um, I know they've changed some of the rules on how to get some of those international games, but I, it would be surprised if the Cowboys aren't included in one here pretty soon. Cool. Second
4: yeah. question. um... We talk about Hunter Lipke a lot, but I'm gonna ask about Deuce Vaughn. Um, he's a great story and I do think he had a lot of has, a lot of talent. We just haven't quite had a chance to use him, uh, in spite of our running game not being ideal. I was wondering if you think uh A, if it's if we might have an opportunity here the next maybe not against Washington, but this weekend maybe. Um, does it is it linked to the Turpin injury and whether or not he plays and then do you think less? I don't think the shortness is as big of an issue. Is it a weight issue for him? Because I don't know. It just well, seems like we're getting him in space and not just up yeah. the middle.
3: Yeah, I, I yeah I agree with that. And thank you for the call. Good, a lot of good stuff there, Deuce Vaughn. Uh, maybe this is an opportunity for him to play some, but but he he wasn't active until Cavante uh, Turpin was inactive. Um, you, you know, Tur- Turpin. Turpin showed his value, I think, in this last game with with you know having Daddle do kickoff returns and have you know uh, Deuce do punt returns and Jalen Brooks played receiver. It just goes to show just just kind of what he's been able to do, and that that that'll tell you right now that you know guys like Brooks and um, and Deuce were inactive, so they want to get Turpin back and get him going. If, if you know if that is the call up for him, then then. You know, it'll it'll be hard it'll be hard for Deuce to get on the field. But as for when he is on there, you know, I, yeah, I I think it's just an overall size. It's just overall like mass weight. I mean, he's he's a shorter guy. Uh Yes, he's 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 got strong legs and all that. But you know, he hasn't really proven that he can be um, a playmaker against competition. That's that's going to be. In the league, you know, we we haven't we haven't necessarily seen that um, yet. I mean, he's made some plays in preseason. He was impressive in preseason. Second half of those games, going up against guys probably not in the league and, and getting blocked. You know, uh, guys in front of him blocking for him, guys that not really in the league. So it's really kind of hard sometimes to tell in, in the second half and and fourth um, third and fourth quarter of preseason games so but but we'll see we'll see what he gets out there i mean he's still he's still learning he still needs to play um and and he's you know he is a a playmaker and and he's never going to give up you know that so uh it'll be exciting to see kind of what they do with him they're they're easing him along this isn't you know this isn't something he's got to you know they got to get figured out right now i think he's got a pretty firm spot on things um but but we'll see if you know maybe the next few weeks we can get going here all right um Let's go back to the phone line. If we have, if we have a call here, or we're having some difficulties here. If we have a call, let's go back to the line here. Hello. Hello. Yeah, how's it going? You're hey. on. You're on. What, what's up? Allie Hi, in Florida. How are you doing? I don't have your name, but you're
6: on, so let's go. Mr. Eastman, good morning, sir. Good morning. Um, I'm a fourth time caller, but... A couple of things. I want to wish you and family and Chris and family happy Thanksgiving. Right Thank you. That. Second, is there possible way we can send you and Chris a Christmas card? If it's if it's possible, I don't know how to do it. Yeah. And then the last thing is, um, I uh, I attended every Cowboys game, um, and I usually tickets are sold out. I buy it in the box office or. Uh, uh, sit deep and I stay in the standing room only.
0: Mm-hmm.
6: it so much fun. I come in and watch the game, so much energy, then I fly home. But um, but I do have a trivia for you. All right. Uh, which NFL team jumped ahead of the Cowboys on the draft day from 28th position to sixteen? Sold their Hall of Fame player.
3: They went. They went from twenty-eight to sixteen.
6: Right, and they traded in because it's only two teams recruit this player. It was uh, Cowboys and this team, and nobody knew about them. And every time I previously watched it, it just burned my mm. my head. But uh, they won the Super Bowl that year.
3: The team, but, the team, the team that made the trade, or the Cowboys? Yeah,
6: yeah no, the, the the team that made the trade, they won the Super Bowl, and they traded with New England on the 16th position, and they literally stole the player.
3: Mm. See, at first I thought you were saying maybe Jerry Rice.
6: Yes, that is the Jerry. Rice. Jerry boy. Rice? Yeah. You saw
3: and the, um, and, the, and the 49ers
6: won it that year, 85. Yeah, they won there on the 28th position and New England That's right,
3: 85, the yeah. That there. 19, 19. That's right.
6: Yeah, they they need a center so the trade and Mississippi Valley
3: Mississippi Valley, that's right. the
6: scouts and the, the 49ers' and scouts, they were only two teams that were so high on it very quietly, you know. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And then the rest is history. And the last one, which Cowboys player, the named the sandwich after him?
3: Daniel Stubbs. Uh,
6: Nate Newton.
3: Oh, Nate. Noon, <laughs> Nate Newton got a sandwich made after him.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 There was a. There's a place up here in in Capel. Right. Yeah, there's a there's a Newton sandwich. There's also Stubbs sandwich for for Daniel Stubbs. So yeah, they, they, there's a couple sandwich. There's a couple sandwiches there. I, I think there is a big Nate sandwich. There's an Emmett sandwich. I uh, haven't been up there in a while, but yeah, that, that doesn't surprise me. Nate has a sandwich made after him for but sure. But
6: after he what you do, I really thank you. So, I, I listen to you every night. I don't get a chance to do <laughs> it. Travel all the time, but I love your show. You're awesome. You're so gentle with your callers. Thank you. Actually I really appreciate it. Thank uh, you so much.
3: I, I appreciate you guys as well and I always appreciate the trivia questions. There some good stuff there. Um so all right um good good stuff there from uh I think that was Ali in Florida. Um all right uh, do we have a caller, Chris? Do we have anybody on the line? Anyone else? Nope. Yes, we do. Yeah, we do. All right, let's go to let's go to the callers here. We've got
2: Alex in
3: South Bay, California. Alex, let's let's go south bay california
7: what's going on nick uh just want to say big fan man i've been following the the platform you guys have over there since uh back when Rowan Kavner was a part of the team so uh, i've been following since then all right Uh, big road yeah and then uh i just want to say uh going back to last week you uh i'll I'll make three things i'll make them really quick okay uh last week you mentioned um most random player yeah Uh, i'm a notre dame fan go irish um I was thinking Julius Jones, but that's a little too easy. So I'm going to go with Anthony Fasano, tight end.
3: All right. Anthony Fasano. That's right. And
7: then uh, the other thing was uh, favorite players. Uh, I grew up on the triplets uh, Aikman, Smith, Irvin. Those are my guys. But I'll probably go with Smith. Uh, just watching him run the ball, man, was just a thing, uh, thing of beauty. Of course. Uh, it was just awesome seeing him do that. And then uh, last thing for you, Nick, is uh, <clears throat> uh, last or on Sunday. When we're blowing out a team like that, we know what we have in Cooper Rush. Mm-hmm. Why not give Trey Lance a shot there? Just to see what if he's picked up the offense, kind yeah. of see what, what we got in him. And I'll hang up the list, man. Thank yeah. you. Yeah.
3: I mean, I think that that question's come up um, a little bit. Uh, the rules are, are as such. I mean, like as soon as he comes into the game. And, and here's what I don't know about that rule just yet. Because it's, it's still kind of the first year that they've sort of brought it back um what i don't know is is that if he if he comes into the game i know the other two guys cannot come back and play and at that point in the game it's probably fine what i don't know and i should i can figure this out or i can find out about this is that do the first two quarterbacks have to be medically ruled out of the game like that's 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 what i've kind of heard that they have to be out like and that's a designation that, that that they they announced that this player has been ruled out of the game not coming back for whatever the injury so um i'm not sure if you can just throw the third quarterback in there but regardless if the other two are out or if that's just a decision you make the first two guys can't come back so later in the game if you want to do that and say something were to happen he gets hurt you'd have to run you know a running back to you know to just finish out the game which is probably fine um so there are some some rules involved there and uh and i i tell you i don't know exactly all the details there but you know at that point in the game i you know I, you probably don't want to just just leave it up to you know he's he's your last quarterback there um but i you're, you're i get what you're saying and, and you're not you're not wrong with that and i you know it might be a situation where if he's ready um to to you know make him the second quarterback and see at some point this year that that could happen i mean it'd be great if the cowboys could get in a situation like they did last year uh go up to washington last game of the year where maybe you know it doesn't matter what happened to the standing maybe they'll play better than they did in that game but obviously it didn't hurt them with momentum but there might be a situation later in the season where you could see Trey lance actually be the second quarterback or who knows? Play as a starter. I mean, who, who knows uh, what will happen with that? All right, uh, let's go. Let's uh, if we have a caller, we'll take yeah, it. Yeah, Darren
8: and Marilyn. Darren and Marilyn, what's up? Hey, hey, what's going on, Nick? How are you, buddy? Good. How are you? I'm good. My first time calling, what's man. The right. show is great.
3: I appreciate that. I, I am seeing some new names here today. This is pretty great. How are you?
8: Yeah. Oh, uh, I like that thing, man. I'm doing great. Thank Listen, you. I got a. Uh, I got two quick stories for you. Okay. One has to do with my favorite uh, cowboy. One has to do with a, uh, a, a random cowboy. My first story is the year before Wade Phillips got canned. Um, I live in Maryland. Demarcus Ware was here doing a, uh, a autograph signing in Columbia Mall. My son at the time was seven, mm-hmm. and had and, and he had a heart, he had a heart condition. Okay, so we went into the store. Um, Demarcus's rep said, listen, you know, DeMarcus is going to be here be in about 30 minutes, but you have to pay for his autograph. I was like, well, dude, I'm a big Dallas fan. I'm not paying for nobody's autograph. He's like, well, I guess you're not getting DeMarcus' autograph. Now, mind you, I don't know if you can tell from my accent, I'm from New York. Okay. I, don't, I don't take no for an answer. Okay. So I said, Okay. So I came, I came back to the store. DeMarcus was in there. I motioned to DeMarcus about my son having a heart condition. The market got up, went next to my son, sat there, talked to him literally for ten minutes, signed an autograph, and took three pictures with him. And you amazing. Paid,
3: and you paid how
8: much? Zero. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that's my that's my favorite cowboy. My second story is my uh, business partner, and as soon as, as soon as I say his name, you should know who I'm talking about. My business partner's name is Mark Bank. Mark, you know who his brother is?
3: You said Mark Banks.
8: Mm-hmm.
3: Gordon Banks. Tony. Tony, Tony Banks. Banks. Tony
8: Banks. Tony Banks. Yep. Yeah, that's it. my random cowboy.
3: <laughs> you know. You know. You know. He played the same amount of snaps in the regular season as the the, the amount of dollars you paid for that D, D Wear autograph. Okay. <laughs> You know Nick, I was about to say, I was going to cut you off and say, Tony Banks played the same amount of snaps that I did. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. I tell you what, funny funny now, I don't know, it wasn't funny at the time, but the right. first two years that we went to Oxnard for training camp, 2001 and 2004, the first two years yep. we were there, we cut our starting quarterback in the middle of camp both times. We, we actually, wow. yeah, I mean, Tony Banks played a preseason game Came back yeah. and he is walking with his luggage, and I'm walking right behind him. We had two or three reporters were asking him questions. I was there. <laughs> he didn't know what was going. on. Chris Beam was there. Uh, he he was he was out. You know, uh, visible for this one. Three years later, we cut Quincy Carter. Chris Beam was in the bushes uh, filming this. But um, yeah, kind of weird to to think that you know you go to training camp and you cut your starting quarterback. We did it twice uh, at yeah. uh, at Oxnard. Cool. Yeah, it's a it's
8: it's literally a funny. You know, not funny. It's a little awkward. You know, I'm a big house, you know Cowboy fan you know, from Starbucks and whatnot, you know. But to have meetings with Mark and Tony walks in, and Tony knows doggone well I'm a big Cowboy fan. It's yeah. just a little awkward. Yeah. It's just a little Definitely. awkward. Definitely. Definitely. Listen, yeah. man, you were doing tremendous. I was trying to get in yesterday, the day before I thought I had the wrong phone number. <laughs> Chris is wonderful, bro. Listen, man, all props to you. You know, um, I love it. You guys are doing great, man. I'll, I'll be in, um, I'm coming to see the uh, Redskins game. So I'm going to, you know, and I'm staying at the Star. So I'm looking forward to getting up there. We get in Tuesday. So I'm going to do the tour and see if I can stop by and see you all guys right. on uh, cool. one day. But listen, man, all the best of luck, Nick. You are doing great. Thanks. Man. I really, really appreciate the show, brother. Appreciate
3: Thank that. Thank you, Darren. Good stuff. All uh, right, buddy. All right. I would tell him, you know, that that's not their name anymore, Washington. But he doesn't take no for an answer. So he's probably still going to call him that which is fine. And that's a cool story about D-Ware. But if I know anything about the people, you know, people like, you know, any, any players that go to events like that, they 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 have people with them and they are, you know, they're tough. And, and that's their, that's what they're supposed to be. Because if they don't, then the player will get, you know, the, the, they'll get stopped and over and over because and, they don't want to say no. So they got people around them to kind of be like the bad guy so much. So, I guarantee that's a cool story. P- you probably pissed off this person next to him that, that said, you know, that was supposed to tell him, no, no, you don't, you don't do that. But, you know, D- D-Wary is a good dude, and uh, uh, that doesn't surprise me at all, especially for a kid, um, for him to go and, and, and do that. All right, uh, let's see if we, uh, we have any other callers. Yeah,
5: Brian in Kansas City.
3: Brian in Kansas City. What's up, Brian? Hey, good morning, Nick. Good morning.
9: Hey, so, you know, I was listening to the the break, you know, don't want to beef up the competition too much, but I was listening to the break before your show, and uh, they were talking about Dak is maybe a little bit better when he plays against man coverage than he is zone coverage, and apparently the Panthers are going to play a single high zone coverage scheme this week. I didn't, you know, I say this all the time, I don't analyze football for a living, so I don't really... Necessarily, mm-hmm. always catch on to those things. Like, I can recognize cover two when I yeah. see it, but that's about it. And that's from Madden, <laughs> you know. So, <laughs> it, you know that's But you know, and so I don't know if you had an opinion on that. If if you know, that's something that you know people have noticed over the years. And then I got a trivia question for you. So this would be Super Bowl Thirty. So it's the ninety-five Cowboys and mm-hmm. Steelers. Uh, there are eight. Hmm. Hall of Fame players Ooh. that played in that were starters in that game. Yeah. Can can you name them? And I'll hang up and listen, okay. man. Have a good one. All right.
3: All right. Have a good one. Uh thank you Brian in Kansas City to talk about Dak and the offense. Hall of Fame players that played in that game. Uh Steelers and Cowboys so and he's hung he hung up so we're gonna have to we're gonna have to figure it out on our own here um but let's I'll, we'll do it quickly here we got we got aikman we got emmett we got irvin we got larry allen we got uh deon sanders we got charles haley he played in that game he did okay so i got those those six for the cowboys and i would say rod woodson think rod woodson played for the steelers over there and i'm probably missing somebody um that's seven hope i'm not missing a cowboy honestly um oh i mean i know Hines I, word, I know team, no no no, no hinds word on that team i darren woodson uh will be on there at some point I, I would i'd like to think um uh but now let's it's probably because see greg lloyd You know, Kevin Green, did Kevin Green play on that team over there? It might be Kevin Green on the opposite side. I know Greg Lloyd was on that side, but I don't remember if Kevin Green would be the guy on the other end, but that would be my guess. Uh, I know Carnell Lake played. I don't think they had any offensive linemen uh played on there. So, uh, Bam Morris wasn't in there. It wasn't in the Hall of Fame. So my guess would be Aikman, Emmitt, Irvin, Larry Allen, Deion Sanders, Charles Haley, Rod Woodson, and Kevin Green. That would be the eight that I would guess there on that. All right. Um, all right. Let's Let's uh, let's go to break real quick. Let's try to see if we can figure out. We've got a little bit of a technical issues here. Uh, hopefully you guys can't tell. But uh, we will go to break. We'll be right back here on Cowboy Storyline.
2: find a location near you.
0: Back Back to Cowboy's Storyline.
3: All right. Back here on Cowboy's Storyline. I'm just uh, looking up the trivia question. Dang it, Brian in Kansas City. Got me. He asked the question if you if you just missed it or just joined us or whatever. It wasn't that long of a break, but eight eight players from the last Super Bowl Cowboys were in Cowboys and Steelers the '95 season, '96 Super Bowl. Eight players were are in the Hall of Fame in that starting lineup, and I guessed Aikman, Emmitt, Irvin, Larry Allen, Deion Sanders, and Charles Haley for the Cowboys. I also guessed Kevin Green and Rod Woodson. Rod Woodson was not on the team. If he was, he's not in the starting lineup, so that that doesn't count. The guy that I missed, I said no offensive lineman. I did miss one. Center, Dermani Dawson. Hall of Famer. Dermani Dawson and Kevin Green were the Hall of Famers from the Steelers in that game. Cowboys had six, and Steelers had two, which is probably why they won the game. uh, Better players. And uh, at some point, they will have seven in uh darren woodson if when he gets in i'm trying to th- see if the steelers have anyone maybe that thinks that somebody should get in i mean carnell lake was a pretty good player um greg lloyd was okay um but the mvp of the game was um larry brown of course neil o'donnell helped with that as well all right eric in north carolina is our next caller eric
10: hey what's going on nick what's up not much man this gonna be as quick as possible so this morning, man, I just, I, I, I stumbled upon ESPN, uh, it's, I guess it's called Get Up. Yeah. So I just want to say, I'm just glad that you guys have such a formidable media outlet for us Cowboy fans. I want to, you know, for coming from people who are always around the team, mm-hmm. knows the team well. You know, because if we had to rely on these, these national media markets, man, we would be completely lost, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So I say that to say Dan Orlowski went on today and goes on to say that Russell Wilson and and Brock Purdy have been playing better football than that Prescott over the last four weeks, specifically, because that was a debate. I couldn't think of anything more ridiculous than that. This guy has, you know, he's just leaving all the statistical categories down there. Over the last four weeks you now, we're not talking about the complete season, but just over the last four weeks. Outside of um, the guy there, he's, um, it's hard to find somebody playing better football at the quarterback position than that man.
0: You yeah, know?
10: and it's just they're constantly moving the goalposts with the this quarterback and knees. You know, and, and it just—it's so frustrating, man. You know, what yeah. I mean?
3: But but here's the thing. This is this is why. Like, do you watch wrestling?
10: So I just went the Monday Night Raw in DC. Okay. Monday okay.
3: Who's the biggest heel right now? Like, I don't know. I, I, I don't watch anymore. I mean, I know, like, Roman Reigns is good, but he's not, like, a heel, right? I mean, they got...
10: No, you got guys like, you know, uh, you, you, you got wrestlers pretty much like, um, uh, what's my guy's name, uh, uh, Cody Rhodes, you okay. know what I'm He's the top dog. Uh, right,
3: I mean, so... it doesn't matter. Yeah, right, right, all those guys. Back in my day, it was Ric Flair. I mean, you know, he was. I mean, but you, you got to have those guys. And I'm not saying that Dan, Dan Orvlosky, Maybe he thinks that way. Maybe he doesn't. But maybe that's what his producers want him to say. But if if, if guys like that can st- can can talk bad about the Cowboys, no offense, but then there's people like you that get really pissed off and you call here and say, oh, it's it's fake. It's not real. It's not. Yeah. It's really not. It's, it's not real. Me. Stephen A. Smith. Loves the Cowboys. He loves Jerry. He yeah. he he hugs Stephen Jones before the game, uh, the Chargers game. He, he that's what they do. But they, they understand what the role is, and they understand. And then there's those fake tough guys out there that want to always hate the Cowboys because they know that their fan base that loves them, they'll always be appreciated if they stay like that. So I don't believe you know, I, I just I don't think it's real that, that you might hate the Cowboys, but it's not for the right reasons of being a journalist. So absolutely, absolutely. Shady McCoy and Bart Scott and all and oh, clowns. Rex Ryan. Clowns. Oh
10: Oh, oh,
3: clowns. oh my God. Okay. Think, but,
10: think,
3: but but I just it's change. not genuine. It's not genuine. Right, it's not their right. hate isn't 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 I mean or, or or their opinions about the Cowboys aren't necessarily, you know, either tied to what they do on the field or it's what they've done or what their team's done in the past or whatever. So,
10: Absolutely. I think it's a waste of time to
3: get worked up on it. I really do.
10: Right. You know, I, I agree. And that's why I called and talked about it. All right. He, he did proceed to say Jerry Allen. I mean, Josh Allen does not have a turnover problem. You get what I'm saying? This <laughs> is just ridiculous stuff. You know, and it just, you know, it, it, it definitely worked me over
3: so, don't, I, yeah, I got it out, man. So, that's so, fine. And don't, and don't let it get to you. And, and I'm, again, I'm not necessarily saying that those, those people, they don't know what they're talking about. A lot of those guys played in the league, they coached in the league and all that. But, but I, I do believe that everybody kind of has an, their own agenda. And, and sometimes it's, you know, it's it, when it comes to the Cowboys, it's really easy to be that guy that's against them all the time because, you know, people are going to come back, and I want to—I want to hear what they have to say. And then, if the Cowboys win, well, what's Stephen A. or what are these guys going to say today? And it's—and it's never what you think. It's never going to be like, man, I was wrong. Good job. It's always well, yeah, good win for them. We'll see what they do in the playoffs. So, you know, you—you you can't ever win with that. And it's just—it's—it's it's just entertainment. I—I I, I really think a lot of those guys are like—it's the same as pro wrestling. You know, it's—it's um, it's scripted. It, that's what I believe, and and a lot of that. So, um, but good for them. You know, they get ratings. They, they they're doing something right. They're on the TV every day, and and they got people that tune in, which is the name of the game. All right, Doc in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Doc, what's up? Hey, Nick,
1: uh, long time uh, reader, long time listener. All right. And whatever podcast you're on, man, it's the best.
3: Thank so. you. Appreciate that. I've been I've been to Allentown, Pennsylvania. I've, I've been. I was over at Tamaqua, Pennsylvania one time, so I've been over that that way a little bit.
1: Yeah, we we have the uh flyers of uh, AAA team here. So, uh we're, we're, it's a nice place.
3: I bet there's no I bet there's no fights in those games. So
1: Well, there's lots of fights, but uh, <laughs> not as many as the, when you the Eagles play the Cowboys. That's so true. I saw you down at the Eagles game the other day, and uh, with my son. And uh, okay. it was the first time I took him to a, a, a Cowboys game in Philadelphia. And I've been to about 20 stadiums with him. He's 25 years old now, but I never took him to the Eagles because of how terrible their fans are. So. Yeah.
3: Well, hope, sounds like you guys survived. Uh, too bad it wasn't it, a, a wasn't a win. It was uh, close. Yeah, definitely. We
1: had a we had a great time. Good. It, it, You know, and we didn't get any fights. (laughs) But uh, the good, what I wanted to question you about is, you know, with um, uh, Pollard has the running back. I I think the Cowboys are making the same mistake they made when Marion Barber and Julius Jones were the the dual backs. And then they said, oh, well, Barber's so good, we're just going to go with him. And when they did he wasn't great as the, uh, mm-hmm. number one back. Cause he just, you know, he was a great tough guy, mm-hmm. but he just couldn't do it. And as the number one with all the carries. And so I, I think they need a, a second guy. And I, I like that they're and they seem to be using doubt more the, the past couple of weeks.
0: Uh,
3: yeah.
1: which I think is a, is a positive.
3: And well, uh, well, um, yeah, I mean, I, and, and, I don't know exactly what they're going to end up doing. I think they're going to stick with it. But it sounds like, and it appears, that they're going to just give more carries to, to Dowdle. And I think we saw that in the first game. It wasn't a, because of the blowout. We saw it in the first quarter. Uh, Dowdle, he got some carries there on that first drive. I, I, it, it looks like it's going to be a conscious effort to get him going and kind of split the split the reps a little bit more than, than what we've seen, which I think is a good for both of them.
1: I, I agree. Because P- Pollard is a good... Back, but he's just a good complimentary
3: back, and 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 I'm sure Dabble is as well. I mean, that's kind of right. what probably what Rico Dabble is as well. So they they don't have this one you know one superstar running back, uh, which is fine. They got two that are probably pretty good, and I think Tony has shown he can be really explosive um, with the just the right amount of carries. Um, but, but you know, it's it's not easy to find that, not easy to find that 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 sweet spot, you know. Um, I think more and more. It's funny how you know Emmett Smith. The more and more we see backs, and and you know, uh, you know, with the years that go on, he's. I think he gets appreciated even even more with with the way he was able to play the game, stay healthy, play at a high level, be the lead back, take all those hits, and not and and really not take many all at the same time. You know what I mean? He never took that big hit. Um, he just, I mean, he was blessed really. And he, I mean, that, that right there to me is talent. People say, people like to use the word talent all the time. And I, and I think sometimes people say the word talent when they really mean athletic, um, you know, heard it over and over. It's like, well, this guy, this guy's really, really talented. It's really because he's athletic, you know? I mean, some of these guys, though, are, are talent because they, 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 it's, it takes talent to, to read defenses, study, know what you're supposed to do, take care of your body, be smart in the situations, don't, don't jump off sides. I mean, you know, th- there's a lot more to it than just a guy that can go and run and jump and things like that. So, all right, let's go to David in Fort Worth. David, what's up? Hey, how you doing today, sir? Good, man. How are you?
5: Doing well, doing well. Hey, um, I just wanted to touch on something that um, I was just kind of kind of noticing, kind of feeling in my heart. Um, last time the Cowboys like cleaned up, mopped the floor with the Giants. We got like super excited and we started talking about like, oh, we're going to be you know four and zero going against you know the Forty ers and yada yada. Kind of looking past all these teams and we ended up you know doing well against the Jets, but then getting kind of mm-hmm. embarrassed against the Cardinals. And I kind of feel like um, maybe it's just me, but I feel like people are kind of. Taking that same approach after this Giants win, they're already kind of like, okay, we're going to beat the Panthers and the um, Commanders and yada yada, and I can't wait for that Eagles rematch. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I mean, I don't really have any, like, huge points to make. I guess I'm just really intrigued to see how the Cowboys handle this this little stretch because I do feel in my heart that these are games that we should win and we should, you know, win yep. pretty handedly. And I think that the the really, really good teams do handle these, these games, and they do meet the Eagles again after not losing. So I hope yep. that that happens. I kind of just wanted to point that out. I hope fans – I mean, not that, like – us overlooking the teams is going to have any real effect on what happens on the field, but right. I hope you know. Hope fans don't let themselves get let down too hard if if they're just overlooking these NFL teams. You know what I mean, so that's just one thing. I think the Commanders, you know, their divisional opponent, they could play really well, and Seahawks are good too on, the, on any given Sunday. So yeah. I wanted to point that out, and then if it was okay, I wanted to touch on a, a, I wanted to tell a short Demarcus Ware story as well. I'm from Texas. Uh, I do take no for an answer. So if it's cool with you, man, I'd like uh, to
3: go for it. Go for it, Ben. You're good.
5: Yeah, man, I went to, uh, I was at a a restaurant in Grapevine one time, and my wife and I were there, and um, he walked in, he had just done something with, like, some school event, I'm not really sure, I had to Google it afterwards, and I saw him walk in, just this huge dude, just humongous, and I had seen him before, because I used to hold the flag on the field, uh, in the military, I used to hold the flag, so I would seen him before, I talked to him, but this time was, like, out in public, and I wanted to talk to him, but I was super nervous, and he he was with, like, a business partner, and the business partner got up and left, so I was like, you know, here's my chance, and I was like, "It's like, excuse me, sir." And then I, I was like, "Hey, I'm a big fan." And and I kind of like just completely froze up. And he, I was just like staring at him, and he was staring back at me, like wondering, like, "Okay, bro, like, I get you're a fan. You have anything else to say?" <laughs> and and I, I mean, I got like a huge smile on my face right now just thinking about it. And you know, I, it was it was just really funny. If I can go back, I would tell him my favorite play that he ever made. I think because he's made a lot of them. One of my favorite plays that sticks out of my mind. I think my- it was '06. It may have been '07. Michael Vick, but. The Michael Vick, the pick six. Yeah, <laughs> dude, the Michael Vick pick six. It's pretty awesome.
3: They him to the ground. Oh, it was wonderful. Yeah, yeah. it was. That was that. I mean, you know, when you have a defining play, you know, they say it. Uh, thanks for the call. And then and, and the story there, uh, David, you know, they say it in, in college a lot. Your Heisman moment, you know, what, what was your Heisman play? Uh, you know if if you have a you know in the Hall of Fame if you make the Hall of Fame I mean you've probably got five or six a year I mean that that's why you're a Hall of famer but I think I think when you when you see a Hall of Fame play from Demarcus Ware, it's that one it, even though you know he was defined pretty much by his pass rush and, and ability to get sacks but he was a freak and 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 you don't make that play against Michael Vick and I mean it doesn't matter who's throwing the ball I mean it was like 6 inches away. I mean, he had no other way to he had nothing else to do but to catch that ball. I mean, that thing went right into his mitts and then after that to kind of stiff arm him and outrun him to the end zone. I mean, it was just everything that you want out of a out of just an athletic player and he and he was uh in that game. Now, he he had sacks, you know, left and right, m- most sacks in Cowboys history, but yeah, that that play is the one that I mean, always kind of stands out for me as well. All right, Joseph in Keller, Texas. First time caller, Joseph.
2: Hey Nick, uh, yeah, first time caller. Well, first time getting through. Uh, it was on my 99th <laughs> dial today. Um,
3: some guy so, on Twitter. Uh, some guy on Twitter was was getting mad. I, somebody said that before. Called ninety nine times, and uh, some guy was like, "Who would call and talk to you?" Uh, it was. He was, it was, it was <laughs> talking crap. I
2: tried. I tried one other time and got to like forty something and 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 had to had to go back to work. But
3: I like um, that first time getting through.
2: Cool. First time getting through. Yeah. Nice. Um, so really, really quickly, just kind of catching up on uh, some of the things that other callers have have requested. Um, Jimmy Superfly Snuka. Haven't watched wrestling in probably thirty five years, but that was my favorite wrestler. Tony Dorsett was my favorite player, and, and I became a fan after the ninety nine yard run. Yeah. So um, yeah, th- those were those were catching up on those things. Um, some uh, some other things that maybe fans might uh, be interested in sharing. Favorite game I ever went to in person was Tony Romo's six turnover game in Buffalo. Mm. Their first uh, first prime time game in like twenty years. I'm originally from uh, upstate Central New York and. Fans, fans saying, calling me, saying, "You're from Canada. You're not even from Texas." So the, the, it was, it was funny. And then, best game I watched on TV that wasn't in the playoffs. I actually was one of my former employees was Reed Breeze, who's Drew Breeze's little brother, and I got to watch that game with him, uh, where, where Demarcus came back mm. from uh, the neck injury, sure. and then had, I believe. Five sacks, some ridiculous number of sacks, and, and just it was it was just crazy watching that game um, when uh, the Saints were undefeated. It was it was pretty surreal to be honest. Yeah. So. Um so my favorite game in person and my favorite non-playoff uh game that I got to watch on TV. Um awesome. so I was at the game last week and I'm flying to Charlotte uh, this week. So. Cool.
3: Well that's awesome. It sounds like you've uh, been, gone to a lot of games and get and get to go to a lot. That's really cool and uh thank you for the call. Thank you for getting through Joseph. Good stories. Uh that 99-yard run. Yeah, I would I, You know what I remember about that about that play? I was I was like Six years old, and I remember it was a Monday night game, and I, I didn't. I guess I didn't. I, I definitely went to sleep before that, before the game was over, and I remember waking up and asking my mom, like, did, did we win? Did did the Cowboys win? And she said, No, no, but but there. And and I just remember like, what 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 is the but? Like they lost, and she's like, No, but. There was a play where Tony Dorsett he ran, you know, ninety nine yards. I, I I vividly remember her saying that. I just didn't understand what the butt would be after the 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 loss, but I get it now because we're here. We are, you know, forty something years later, still talking about it. Um. So yeah, pretty pretty awesome. All right, we have any other callers? We do. Uh, Ricky, in Martinsburg. What? How do you say that? Martinsburg. Martinsburg. Yeah. Martinsburg. Yeah.
11: Martinsburg, West Virginia.
3: Martinsburg. All right. There's a lot of letters in there. Uh cool. R- Ricky in Martinsburg, West Virginia. First time caller that gets a ding. What's up?
11: Oh, not much. How's it going with you guys? I hope y'all are having a good day. We are. We are.
3: How, how uh, about I'd, you?
11: Oh, uh, not too bad. I got off work early today and I was able to make a call. I've tried to call several times before, but this is my first time so cool. getting through. <laughs> Awesome. Um, my my thing with the Cowboys, like, I've been a Cowboys fan ever since the year that we went 1-15. And, 15. and um, it started with, you know, like, I was – I liked their colors. I was a young kid. Mm-hmm. And, and um, I, I liked the underdogs. But I've been – I've always watched the Cowboys. That's, like, if I watch any game at all, like, I make sure that I do everything I can to watch a Cowboys game. Right. Um. Now, that Philly game – I know there's a lot of people with a lot of different speculations about it, but that's a game that we should have won. Like, that was our game, even right. even with the penalties that we had in that game. Right. You know, but those those refs, like, they really called some foul, foul, foul stuff. <laughs> like, I, I even had a Pittsburgh friend of mine, a Pittsburgh fan, message me, like, what are these refs on? What? Why are they calling some mm-hmm. BS like that? <laughs> mm-hmm. And, um, but... Uh, not, not only that, but uh, you guys were talking about Tony Pollard just a few minutes ago, and don't get me wrong, I like Tony Pollard. He is quick and fast, and, and I think he is a good back, but I do believe the Cowboys should have tried harder to work a deal out with Ezekiel Elliott. I know he had a big old contract, and he was getting up there and slowing down some, but nobody can bruise that line up that we have right now, like Ezekiel Elliott did. Like, we need that good one-two punch and Dak with his legs as that little extra three-step, that, that th- third punch if you need it. But we need a back that can actually hit. Like, you was right with Emmitt Smith. Like, Emmitt Smith took a whole lot mm-hmm. of hits. Yeah. And when I was younger, I played, you know, I always played football every chance I got. I never got to play, mm-hmm. like, majorly or anything. <clears throat> But I always tried to imitate Emmett Smith, and that was hard. Like, I I busted up my ankle real bad, um, and that was like pretty much the last time I played because I couldn't really run, couldn't really do much with my ankle after that because it was just the wrong little step, my mm-hmm. ankle would twist again. Um, so you weren't think,
3: a, you you weren't as good as Emmett Smith. That's what I'm we're not, saying. Mm,
11: Got it. Well, I mean, I don't know if I that was makes or two not, of us. Like. I don't know if I was or not, to be honest, because okay. I, I grew up. I grew up in a big family. We didn't have much money, so being able to go and actually do the stuff, you know, to pay for all the the um, gear and all that stuff for school and all and everything, we just didn't have it. I got five brothers and sisters, and you know, it was more important being at home helping out there and stuff. Like I'm a big old country guy. <laughs> all
3: right. Well, we appreciate you you calling in. Uh from West Virginia, Ricky in Martinsburg, West Virginia, who says maybe he could have been as good as Emmett Smith. Maybe. He's not he's not saying yes or no on that one. Me personally, I'll say no. I was not uh in in Emmett Smith. But uh, uh you know, and, and that's what's so good about about you know, watching him and uh and, and like appreciating him over time talking about Emmett is because you know, these, these guys, his record of you know the all time leading rusher eighteen thousand three hundred something yards like i just i just don 't see anyone getting that anywhere close, I mean especially the way the game is played now, the way that people are val- uh, you know n- like devaluing running backs i mean just just to i mean you 're going to have to just be a Frank gore type of guy that could just stay healthy and just rack up yards, even that I and mean, he 's not anywhere close so uh i just I just see that as a record that. I just can't imagine it getting broken. I mean, they all they all will at some point, but I don't know. You know, even when they they're going to go to an eighteen game schedule at some point, even with that, I still don't know if it, that'll ever happen. All right, Al in Merkel, Texas, you're probably going to be our hey, last man. caller. Al, what's
12: up? What's going on? How are you? Oh, I'm great. Hey. I just wanted to say that uh, I've been a Cowboy fan since like 1977, and how lucky are we that we have not only one group that won Super Bowls, but we also have the 90s that won the Super Bowls. I I got to see them win one when I was about 9 or 10, and then 25 when they won those. I mean, I was 25 when they won those three. And then my very – I don't have said this, but my very first game in Texas Stadium was when we beat the Green Bay Packers on Monday night football with seven field goals.
3: That's right. Who was the kicker? Yeah.
12: I, I knew you were going to ask me that. <laughs> well, come uh, on. I mean,
3: he scored I, 21 I points. Like, Bonio. There you go. There you go. Uh,
12: and then one thing I want to say about today's team is that, like, somebody's got to put respect on Dak about how – how accurate his throws are on the run? Yes, I mean he's making those throws. You know, you see him warming up during pregame, game and you see him all catching them right there, right from their face. If you go back and look, that's where all his throws have been on the run, almost.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's so. he's had some, and he's had some really good throws this year. The passes that that haven't been caught, um, you know, and he's had he's gotten lucky that there's a couple that weren't intercepted. I mean that this happens throughout, oh, yeah. but he's had a few. That were should have been you know touchdowns um I, I know schoonmaker has been in, in, you know on a couple of these drops uh Gallups had had a couple drops as well um, you know I mean like he, he's had some where you know he's had some really nice throws that, that haven't always been uh, connected
12: oh yeah oh yeah or intercepted I mean when they hit them in the hands and bounce over right to the defenders
3: yep exactly anyway
12: look love the show love the network i listen to all the shows every day i love what y'all do and like you told that other guy he gives us a break from www.esvn and their clowns (laughs) so anyway like i said i appreciate what y'all do and uh thanks for taking my calls and uh yeah uh, looking forward for a cowboy win this Uh, sunday
3: all right all right thank you for the call and 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 this isn't me really trying to start any kind of war with with the the big networks or anything like that. I'm just saying this, it is what it is. I mean, I I know that 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 they don't always feel that way. We did a we did a, a shoot with Stephen A. Smith. Like went up to, I think we had a crew go up to his house and we did our schedule release video. He was so gracious. He was really nice. Um, I just think. I think a lot of this is a front and it is because you know you, you you've got to you've got to sell you you you've, you've got to you know you got to engage uh, viewers and that and that's that's what it is. So um Ed Al said something kind of interesting he was like you know how how lucky are we that we've had two different set. He, he was able to watch some 70s 90s uh, 70s dynasty and then also in the 90s but you know if you're if you're 30 years old and you're trying to be a Cowboy fan and survive through this. I mean, you haven't had anything like that. So, yes, some some fans are you know are are lucky to have that. And fortunate other fans that are hanging in there, you know, that haven't haven't experienced anything other than some really tough losses in the divisional round and you know, that that's not gonna gonna cut it long term. So uh I, I get it. Everyone has a different perspective. Some people have never have never, you know, had that feeling, but when it happens, it'll, it'll be a lot of fun, so who knows? Maybe it'll be sooner than later, but let's don't get ahead of ourselves. Cowboys take on the Panthers this week, just trying to get to 7-3. and three. All right, for Chris Beam, I'm Nick Eatman. We will t- see you tomorrow on Cowboys Storyline. See ya.
2: This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club.
0: How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!